When you see something that is wrong, that is unjust, that is unfair, you have an obligation to get in the way, to get in trouble, to get in good trouble, necessary trouble. These are the words of Congressman John Robert Lewis, who began as a student right here in Nashville challenging the immoral system of Jim Crow. If it wasn't for John Lewis and his generation finding a way to get in the way, to get in good trouble, I would not be able to stand here before you today and address this body. Many of us in this room would not be able to enter through the front door of this building. We would not be able to eat at restaurants downtown. We would not be able to vote. And yet, rather than honoring this legacy of protests in America, from the Boston Tea Party, to the women's suffrage movement, to the abolitionist movement, to the labor movement, to the racial justice protests, last summer, this committee has decided with just two days left in session to revive an immoral bill that will criminalize protests and grant immunity to drivers who run over protesters. This bill is constitutionally inconsistent, it is economically indefensible as it increases incarceration costs, and it is morally insane. It is morally insane. I would like to come before this committee today with a simple message that bills have consequences, that bills have consequences, which is why I believe that Senator Johnson took his name off this bill, if we recall. He saw the issue. Your own Republican leader saw the issue with this bill. He did not want blood on his hands, Senator Rose. And so he took his name off and said, we're not going to go forward with this bill until you picked it up, my brother. Until you picked it up, my brother. Senator Rose, you had your granddaughter here in the legislature. You posted this on Twitter, how proud you were for her to see how the government works. How proud you were for her as a young person to see what the legislature does. I say to you, Senator Rose, that I too am somebody's grandchild. That all of us are somebody's grandchildren and we want to see how government works. We want a voice in this system, Senator Rose. We don't want to be out protesting, but we have no other choice but to find a way to get in the way, to get in good trouble. You've gone, I've let you go over already, so your time is up. If I could ask any of the members if they have any questions for Mr. Jones. Uh, and I want you to elaborate specifically as to how this bill will affect your ability to protest or the people that you organize with, how it will affect your ability to protest. I think it's ironic that when we look at this bill, it's the First Amendment right to assemble, that this legislature has already passed one law to make it a felony to stand in the plaza. And now on the second offense, we're making it a felony to stand in the streets. Where will it stop? If we cannot be on the plaza, we cannot be in the streets, I think the goal of this legislature is to send us home so we cannot exercise our First Amendment right. And it's very ironic because when it comes to the Second Amendment, this very committee voted to get rid of permitless guns. But when it comes to unpermitted protests, we want to make that a felony in Tennessee. Why, when it comes to the Second Amendment, we want no restriction, no regulation? You supported a Second Amendment sanctuary bill, Chairman Bell. And so my question to you is, what part of the Constitution has redacted the First Amendment? The right to assemble. That is what we're doing here. Senator Bell, you began as a protester protesting the taxes in Tennessee. I saw pictures of you when they were driving around the legislature with your signs in this building. Imagine what this bill would have done to you and your protests if you were here. Imagine what this bill would do to people like Senator Harper, who was hit by a car protesting in Bordeaux. When a car almost hit her, she's laying in the state capitol. Her casket's here today. She would have become a felon under this law, and she would be in fact, even have the risk of death under this law. It chills free speech. It criminalizes protests. 96 of the protests in the Black Lives Matter movement last summer were peaceful. And so this bill is creating a solution for something that there's not an issue of. It will make people afraid to come to the streets because you already have people on social media talking about state law says you can run over protesters. Every protest where there's cars revving their engines, threatening to run people over. This bill is a license to hunt and a license to kill. Yeah. Yeah. Any, uh, I'm sorry, one more and I'll have you escorted out of the room. I've already asked no comments. We have a decorum here. We do also have a rule in here that you can hold signs up. They have to be here if you go 
move them up here where you obstruct other people's views, you'll be asked to leave as well. I have to Sergeant Arms uh, to escort you out. What has escalated peaceful protests into non-peaceful? What escalates these situations is when you have law enforcement dressed up in militarized weaponry coming out to confront peaceful protesters. The escalation is not on our behalf. We were outside that plaza for 62 days. There were no instances of violence. I wish that some of you would have come out and spoke to us before you you know, passed this bill to, to criminalize us. Come and hear why we were out there. During our protest, it was completely nonviolent on our behalf, I should say, because there were people, these young people who were assaulted, who, who have injuries from, from um, very aggressive arrests, and those things are gonna be litigated in court. But today, on our behalf, I said that there is no violence in our protests, but what is violent is a bill that will encourage cars to run over protesters. What is violent is making it a felony and taking away somebody's voting rights because they're ex exercising their First Amendment right. What is violent is the fact that this bill was dead and Senator Rose chose to bring it back with just two days in session. We're only allowing three people to speak even though this bill would jeopardize our lives, I just ask you, Mr. Chair, to slow down a little bit. I, I don't think you want this bill. I just want to speak to you directly, if I have one minute, that I was happy to see your bill to ban no-knock warrants. I think that was a good step forward, Senator Bell. And this bill would eliminate all that good work because the very protest that made you see that as an issue, to see that as an issue that we need to hold some you know, parameters around our policing, this bill erases that. No one on this committee would be paying attention to policing if it wasn't for these young people across the nation and one of the largest demonstrations since, since the civil rights movement taking to the streets. And so if this bill passes, that just is, it just erases all that good work and what we were celebrating. You had a bipartisan bill banning no-knock warrants, a good step forward. And we, we want to continue working from that. And so I invite you, Senator Bell, because I think that you are someone who has a conscience on this committee. Come and talk to us. I ask you to please send this bill to send it to the summer, whatever you have to do, but do not pass it today. You, you, I don't think you want to pass this bill. Come talk to us. We're willing to talk to you about why we were out there because I'm afraid for my friends here. I just want to say is that this bill is not just to run over protesters. This bill is to run over human beings because that's what we are at the end of the day. And we're all children of God. I, we have some Christians here and just imagine Cinder Rose going to church on Sunday and telling your pastor, this is what you spent your last few days in the legislature prioritizing. All right. Thank you. Would this deter you from speaking up? Will it silence others. This bill will definitely have a negative adverse impact on the First Amendment right. If this bill was law in 1980, Senator Harper would be a felon right now and possibly it would have been hit by that truck she was blocking in Bordeaux to stop them from dumping um, waste in her community. And so as all of you today go to the Senate chambers and, and honor Senator Harper as her casket lays and stayed in this building today, I ask you to reflect on that and think about what this would do to people like Senator Harper. I think a lot of people here, you know, grew up during the civil rights movement. It may have not been on the right side of that movement, but this is a chance at redemption. This is a chance to do something better and different than your forefathers who may have been on the wrong side of history. These young people will risk losing their voting rights if they protest. They will risk losing their, not only their First Amendment, but also their 15th Amendment, which gives the right to vote to people of color like myself and black and brown people. And so I think that's what this, the goal of this bill is, is that I think we know that we don't need this bill. I think this committee knows. This committee, I don't think anybody here wants this bill, but there's a negotiation with the House to bring this back, and that's why it's here today. But I ask members of this committee to vote your conscience. Don't fall in line, but vote your conscience. If you are a protester, Senator Bell used to protest. We said Senator Harper was a protester. People here on this committee know the importance of First Amendment rights. And if you want to go after rioting, don't go after us. But I have a name for you, Terry Lynn Weaver, who was at the insurrection and called an epic day in D.C. That was violent. We never stormed this building. We never put your lives at risk. I'm here before you today pleading with you for the lives of my friends and of myself before this committee. This is not something to take lightly. We've already got threats on social media saying that we go to the street, they will run people over. And whose name will be associated with that is Senator Rose here. Do not allow your other names to be associated with this bill. Senator Johnson did the right thing and took his name off. I think other members of this committee should follow his suit. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Jones, for being with us today. I'll make a motion, first calendar of 2022. Without objection, that is done. Yeah.